have a child. <laughs> you, it's not like in the moment you can be like, cut off my arm and put a robot arm on so I can save this child. I mean, I'll like, you know, angle. So like the left arm gets the brunt of the car. And then they'll be like, we can't save the arm. We'd be like, okay. Oh, I mean, if you're using your regular arm to save a child, that's fine. But if you're doing it specifically so you can get a robot arm, I'm not that's saying not very it, selfless. I'm not saying it wouldn't go into the consideration. Okay. It certainly would go into consideration once I was in the emergency room. They're like, oh my gosh, your whole side. I'm like, just get rid of it. You gotta go. You can fix it. With the robots. Give me the robot arm. Upgrade me. I saved a child. Sometimes there's a week between when we record episodes, and sometimes <laughs> it's minutes later, if you can't tell. Somet- ah, gosh, what if this is someone's first episode? This is hysterical Confusing. history. It is. We talk about fun history. A podcast. I'm Haley. I'm Alexis. Fun. And last episode, I didn't mention our email, and this episode, I'm doing it right now. We should just do it in the front, because no one listens to the back half. That's right. Hysterical History Podcast at gmail.com. If you leave us a review on iTunes, and you tell us that you did that in an email, and you give us suggestions for an episode, we will do one of your suggestions, and we will let you name it with us. Mm-hmm. So. Cool. That's do a lot, it. That's a lot of steps, but just, like, leave a review and email us. Yeah, and then we'll have a conversation. Yeah. We're, we're new best friends. And we'll say how cool you are all the time. We're like super besties. Wow. Wow. Crazy. I'm sure people really like those voices. Super rad. So, Haley. So, Alexis. Today. Today. We're going to talk about the oldest thing I've ever talked about. Whoa. Atoms. No. Molecules. No. Heavy elements. The oldest thing I've ever talked about. In history. History has to be alive, people. History has to be people that write. That's right. Uh, That's a a pun. It wasn't meant to be. It was. That's correct. (laughs) True, true, true. And um, as with, uh, this is going to be an ancient history uh, story, and as with those, one, um, there's only like one source. (laughs) Right. So. Probably not. Primary. Yeah, it's not. Um, And it's probably, you know, half legend, half myth, half story. Extremely likely. That's too many halves. Yeah, it's okay. But it's just a part. Yeah. Circle of life. The pie chart of life. Mmm. Mmm, tasty. I love life. (laughs) And all of its pies. Grab life by the crust and just devour it. Mm, Okay. Anyway... Um, but because of that, every culture has, uh, you know, at some point they go, we should write stuff down. Mm-hmm. Most of them, if, if they some live that long. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are cultures now they are like, eh, it's not important. Whatever. Um, but, but most yeah. of them in, in their youth at some point will be like, hey, we should write stuff down and stop just like passing legends by word of mouth because things change because people's memories are bad. Oh my gosh, I would love to go on about the development of languages. Usually happens because society gets so big that they have to start leaving records of like how much grain so and so owes mm, someone else. So right. all of the earliest writing samples are always like you grocery. owe me five dollars, right? They're all like <laughs> grocery receipts and That's taxes. Amazing. It's so boring, just like real life. I know the things that we throw in the garbage. Exactly. 
um, because the computers do it for us. Mm-hmm. Thanks, science. Just like in old Sumeria, all the computers <laughs> did most of the everything for Except them. for computers were people, mm-hmm. which sucks. Now, or were they? They're robots. Aliens. <gasps> <gasps> but anyway, like before when you talked about um, Nero, mm-hmm. you were mostly using like a couple people's um, records. Yeah. I think gotta, mainly one guy. You got to triangulate. And, the, that, and that person is way later, almost mm-hmm. always, than when the events happen. Like hundreds of years later, <laughs> right. they'll write stuff. You are lucky if you get someone who's like within the same century. Right. And it's like way biased and probably changed. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like the same thing with the Bible. People always talk about like um, the they don't write down what happened with Jesus, the apostles, until, like, he's way dead. And mm-hmm. it's like they're really old. Right. And so when you get, like, the four Gospels, like, they have differences between them. And, like, that's one of the explanations. It's like, sure. well, four people yeah. see different things, remember different things, and they wrote it when they were 80. I, so, don't, I don't remember what I did last week. Right. I thought yesterday was two days. Because makes, I fell asleep yeah. in the middle of it. <laughs> Can you imagine when you're 80? <laughs> I thought yeah. yesterday was two days. <laughs> I'm in my mid-twenties. And I was like, wow, yesterday was bad, but today was okay. And really what I meant was this morning sucked and this evening was fine. Woo. We need help. I thought it was Wednesday. It's not. I don't know what today is. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Yep. But anyway, uh, we're going to talk about Chinese... Chinese... Chinisms. <laughs> Chinese history Sounds today. highly racist. Yeah. We're going to have Chinese history today. Cool. And our historian is Sima Chiang. Cool. I'll let you know, yep. I don't speak Chinese. Mm-hmm. So every single thing I pronounce is going to be wrong. Yeah. I have the most basic Chinese pronunciation uh, understanding from my Chinese friend, Sherry. Hey, Sherry. From when I was in school. Yo, girl. We were friends in middle school and high school. Yeah, what's up, Sherry? How you doing, girl? Haven't talked to you in forever. Um, whose real name is Iran, but which means uh, I think she told me it means a mountain that is not easily moved. So her name means stubborn, <laughs> which is adorable. <laughs> I love it. But anyway, so I'm gonna try, but it's all gonna be wrong. Sorry, but you must try. Yeah. So Sima Tian uh, writes a collection of Chinese history. It's called Records of the Grand Historian. I mean, it sounds not biased already. Right. Definitely don't think you're the coolest by writing that you're the grand historian. Yeah. When you start using words like grand or the bestest. And that's the translation, obviously. In Chinese, it's called the Shiji. So I don't know if that means Record of the Grand Historian, but, you know, sometimes words are sentences. I mean... If you were a particularly trite translator, you could say grand is, is really just a way of saying the bestest. It's true. The bestest story of the people who mm-hmm. did the thing. That I wrote down. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're not talking about him. We're talking about people he talks about. Hell yeah. And that includes Lu Bue, um, who is a politician in the uh, Qin state during the Warring States period. Fun. Yes. So the Warring States period is basically China is broken into little baby pieces, not all one cohesive unit, as most places are before someone unifies them. Um, Like the solar system. Yeah. Or like uh, Italy. Or Germany. (laughs) Italy's still doing that, girl. Please. (laughs) 
I mean, it's more unified than it's been in the it's history a, of time. It's officially unified, but all Italians yes. know that they're secretly better than anyone than around everyone them. else. Yeah. Um, but it's not like, you know, like the United States is like, we're states, but we're a thing together. Yes. This is not that way. This is like, we're all little baby countries yeah. and we're all trying to be in charge. Mm-hmm. So uh, Lubue is in the Qin state, which is a pretty big one. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, kind of centralish China. Like, it's not on the coast, but, like, people are more central at this time because there's not, like, a lot of trading going on or anything. So coasts right. aren't as big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Food is the big deal. And the food is in the middle. Mm-hmm. And so, um... Uh, I don't know why that was funny. <laughs> I don't know either. The, the food's in the middle. The food's in the middle. It's just, I mean, it's true. It is. I don't know why it was funny. <laughs> okay. I admitted it. It's true. Um, but, uh, so everyone's trying to be in charge. Mm-hmm. Right. And the Chin state is the biggest one, so probably going to be in charge. Is Chin where we get China? Is that just completely unrelated? I don't think so. No, because it's Q-I-N. Okay. Um, it's just, it sounds, right. the sound are similar. Yeah. Um, so I don't think so, but I think it is a ch sound-ish. Like, it's hard because they have, like, very subtle differences between sounds. It's highly That'll tonal. Be like a, and, yeah, it'll yeah. be like a ch or it'll be like a z, and it's like, eh, I don't know. But anyway, so everyone's trying to combine all the pieces. If you've ever seen, um, what's his face? Oh, no. Like the History of the World yeah. sing song. What's his name? Uh, Bill Wirtz. Thank you. Bill Wirtz does Bill Wirtz. Uh, the history of the entire world, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, also, History of Japan. Both of them are extremely funny and, like, yeah. must have taken forever to do. Like, research and, like, all of the editing and the songs, and it's amazing. So you should definitely watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, but in in his song regularly of the history of the world, he says, China is whole again, then it broke again. And I'm like, that's basically how Chinese history happens. Yep. We're one thing, and now we're broken. We're together again, and now we're broken again. A glorious. Over and over and over. Glorious middle kingdom of heaven. <laughs> all the way down to the communist revolution. <laughs> now we're officially all together, kind of. Um... Except for Hong Kong, except for recently when Hong Kong is now China again. It happens. Confusing. When, when you were that old, it's got to happen a bit. Oh, yeah. Like, Chinese culture is so old that it's, yeah, it's bound to be this way. But anyway, so Lu Buwei is in the Qin state, and he's a high-up fancy politician. So people think he's cool and he's smart. They're like, I love how he wears his jeans. Amazing. And his, his cool robe <laughs> and his sash. Have you seen it? His hair is so silky. Oh, I should tell you, this is in like the, it's like 258 BC-ish mm-hmm. around it. Okay. 250s BC. Cool. The oldest thing I've ever spoken of. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I'm doing an ancient history. I know. And a Chinese one. Look at you. Like, I took a whole, I took multiple classes about Chinese history, so I know stuff. I didn't know this. Yeah, you should do more stuff on, like, Southeast Asia and these. I don't remember anything from my classes, (laughs) except for the one thing I've told you. Yeah. And that one time my teacher made fun of people for believing, or she was making fun of, like, Christians or something. I don't remember. But she also told us not to make fun of anyone's beliefs, and then she, like, immediately made fun of something... (laughs) Someone's beliefs. Uh, it's hard and being a like, teacher, what? isn't it? <laughs> You're crazy. Do what I say, not what I do. But I'll try. Um, but so he's hooking up with this concubine he has, uh-huh. um, whose name is Zhao Ji. Or Zhao Ji. Um, and she, but then he, the king of their state thinks she's cute. 
Oh, no. And so to um, get good favor with the king, Lubaway decides, I'm going to give her to the king. Like you do. Right. So the king's, uh, it's King Zhuang Jian. And um, they have a child together, the king and Zhao Ji, um, named Ying Zhang. And he uh, eventually, spoiler alert, Uh becomes the first emperor of China. Good boy. They did it. (laughs) Congratulations. It's all one and it's all yours. However, uh, I will let you know, there are rumors that... um, (laughs) The rumor come out. (laughs) There are rumors that Ying Zhang might have been Lu Bui's son. Because, just because he gives her to the king does not mean that he's not having sex with her still. Sure. Because he is. Yeah. However... uh, that's not the best plan. No. And Lubuway is a smart dude. Mm-hmm. So he's like, this is not a good idea, but he's too busy thinking with his pants and not with his brain. Yeah. But uh, Zhao Ji starts being more vocal about their relationship oh, to that's people. Oh, Like he hears through the grapevine that they're hooking up from <laughs> don't, someone. Don't. And he's like, uh-oh. Because, uh-oh. Um, you know, in ancient times, people... Kings, especially, aren't, like, super restrained. They don't need to be. They're not very nice when you do things they don't like. Right. And, um, like, a common punishment at this time is being drawn and quartered. Yeah. So, which is where horses pull you apart. I mean, they don't have steel. What are you going to use except for horses? And they're not humane enough to try guillotines yet, so... Let's just go with horses. Yeah. Rip you apart. By your cardinal direction. Which doesn't immediately kill you, I want to let you know. It's not like it breaks your spine. It probably doesn't. You bleed to death. It's Mm -hmm. horrible. It's really bad. But anyway, so he's like, that doesn't sound like a cool plan. No. I don't like the idea that that could happen. You want to avoid that. Because it's terrible. It's really bad. And so... Oh, so she becomes, because of their child, he marries the concubine, because I don't mm-hmm. think they were married before. So she becomes Queen Dowager Zhao. Yeah. She so becomes, she's important now. She's, she's the head mother. Yes. Mm-hmm. So she's important now. Um, and I think also that probably contributes to him being like, maybe I should not have sex with her anymore. You should not have uh, sex with the Dowager Empress of China. Yeah. That Mom, you gave that you, to the king. She's not yours anymore. Yeah. Sorry. You shouldn't. It's a bad so, idea. Lubuway's like, I gotta do something. So he decides he's gonna break up with her. Good. I think. But he's worried that um, she's gonna react badly to it. Sure. And they be, have like a. Yeah. They, they seem to have like a legitimate relationship. Like mm-hmm. they're not just like hooking up. Like they seem to care about each other. And so he thinks she's gonna be like kind of mad that he's right. breaking up with her, you know, just as you would be if your boyfriend broke up with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, who you've been seeing for a long time, even if he gave you away to someone else to be married to. Yeah. Uh, You know, it's still annoying and rude. (laughs) And so um, he decides the only way she's not going to be mad is if he finds her a better man to be her new boyfriend. Okay. Which, honestly, of the ways that you could break up with someone, how nice! It's one of the better ones. You're you're being thoughtful about it. Yeah! You're like, I know you really cared about me, and you liked us hooking up, but, like, this guy's hotter. I'll find you a better penis. It's gonna be... Yeah. (laughs) You don't know how accurate you are. (laughs) And so, he goes to look for someone. Um, Oh, there are also... uh, 
well, there are multiple versions of the story, but the main one is that he goes to the state of Zhao, which is a different state, um, to find um, this guy named Lao Ai. And Lao Ai is really popular because he's apparently got a big penis. Mm-hmm. He's well known throughout the states <laughs> for his big penis, <laughs> uh, which seems ridiculous. But um, apparently he's also just, like, hot. I need to show... Hold on. I have to find you a picture of him. Okay. Which obviously aren't, like, photographs. Um, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Someone went back and took a photograph. But um, there's a drawing of him, like, the main drawing, and he's very... It's very sexual. It's very hot. <laughs> Who drew that? I don't know. That's, that's <laughs> not a... Pe- that's not a period accurate draw. That's oh not, no, it's not. That's not from the day. That's someone drawing fan art with a lot of abs. Yeah, he's got that's abs for so days. Funny. It, he's got like a cloak. Like we'll put the picture up because it's not like raunchy or anything. Yeah, like the, uh, the it's angle. Not inappropriate. The angle of the cloak kind of goes down his happy trail. Yeah, he's. You can, but clearly you can see like the V at the bottom of his chest. Right. People don't look like this in ancient China. He um, <laughs> his his shoulders are kind of off. Like he's posing for an underwear sh- like oh, model yeah. shoe. He's, he's modeling hardcore. So whoever drew this is like <laughs> way into this historical dead person. Oh yeah. It's, he's hot. That is so funny. <laughs> it's beautiful. Oh my gosh. I can't wait for y'all to see it. <laughs> but um, so he goes and he finds this guy and he's like hey. I'm just imagining him like opening a door and it's that picture. Yeah. Hello. It's just like a man with his robe on. And he's like whoa. There's like ten abs. And he's like that dude that's gonna do it. That's, he's hot enough that the queen won't be mad at me. But to the penis. Mm-hmm. And the robe slips the rest of the way. He's like, it'll do. Yeah. He's, no, he's like, <laughs> wow. That'll um, do. So he runs over there and he's like, hey, you want to move to the Chin state? And then you can hang out with this queen. We're the biggest, most powerful one anyway. And he's like, okay. And so he moves over there. And um, Lao Ai is the same age. Um, this is This is quite a bit later from when she had her child, because mm-hmm. um, Lao Ai is the same age as her son. Oh. So she's older now. Oh. And he's, like, maybe, like, er, like late teens, early 20s, maybe. Cool. Get it, girl. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> Cougar. Don't Coug- date people who are the same age as your kids. <laughs> Cougaring it up. Real uncomfortable. But good for you. And so, um... But the peen, Alexis. So in order to present him to her... A bow? Um, no. <laughs> Better. So, <laughs> Lubuwe, uh, he goes in, he tells her, like, hey, meet this guy, Lao Ai. He's really hot and cool. Look how hot he is. He's amazing. Yeah. Real sexy. Um, we can't see each other anymore, because, uh, your son might kill me. Mm-hmm. Because uh, the son's probably going to be even more mad. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh... I brought you this guy as a present. Look how hot he is. Yeah. What a good um, boyfriend pimp. And to <laughs> prove to her of his, like, sexual prowess and how awesome he is, mm-hmm. um, he has him strip naked, and then he dances for her. Nice. While, which, you know, good. Um, while um, holding up a wheel with his penis. Like, his erect penis, he has mm. a wheel on it, like a wooden wheel oh, through I the see. hole in the middle. Cool. And holding it up while he dances. Nice. I think I've seen a gif of this. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? Never mind. <laughs> Move on. No, 
Nothing is old in this world. Oh, no. Listeners, nothing is old in this world. Everything is new. Uh, I have a quote that says, um, from the the records of the Grand Historian, that says, When an occasion arose, he had suggestive music performed, and instructing Lao Ai to stick his penis to the center of a wheel, had him walk about with it, making certain that the report of this reached the ears of the Queen Dowager as to excite her interest. Yeah. Yes. You're interested now. So that one makes it sound like she's not in the room, um, mm. that they just, like, gossiped about it. Well, that's too bad. Um, but I don't know if that's true. Also, none of this is probably true. Yeah, maybe so none whatever. of it's true. Um, Which makes you wonder, like, what was the, oh, what do they call it? Like, phone tag or something? Yeah, sure. Where you uh, telephone, where you talk yeah, to someone's ear you and telephone then you try and to get it out. The point is that the, whatever you say at the beginning changes. Yeah. I wonder what the original message was if the end result was hanging a wheel on his penis and dancing. Yeah, I don't know. I hope it was hang a wheel on his penis and dancing. Yeah, it just works. Sometimes telephone works. Sometimes telephone works, especially 200 BCE. Yeah, definitely. Telephones are at their peak. Oh, 100%. Alexander Graham Bell, who? Alexander the Great Graham Bell. Who? Mm-hmm. The great historian. Grand <laughs> Bell, who? The bestest bell. <laughs> um, so... You can't just have a uh, very sexually capable man hanging out with the queen, who they're not married and he's not anyone. Nah, you gotta snip him. That's right. Um, And Chinese uh, government, through almost all of its history, is really into eunuchs, Mm -hmm. which are usually, I should say, uh, are when you cut off men's balls so they can't make babies. Yes. So now they're not a sexual threat. Yeah. Because they can't have the children. Mm-hmm. But Haley and I were talking about this, and I'm like, it doesn't mean they can't have sex. Right. It just means they can't have children. But even, especially in ancient times, people can just, like, adopt children. So it's weird. Because it doesn't seem like it actually removes that I mean, big of a threat. they can adopt you, but then you can't have heirs either. And people yeah. just, like, what, keep adopting? It's There's a lot of weirdness to it. Well, if you but if you adopt that person, then they could have heirs. Like, seemingly they still, they aren't eunuchs. That's what I'm saying. Oh, like if the eunuch adopts. Yeah. Like if they're big and important enough and they adopt someone. doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, point is, in China, castration is the whole kit and caboodle. Mm. Penis gone, balls gone. All gone. Oh, no. So you just, like, keep the penis and get rid of the boy? No, they fake his castration. What are they, just like a like an inner tube noodle in the place? I don't know. What, what happens? I don't know. It doesn't tell me. It just says they faked it. They're like, we cut it off, and they didn't. Major details are missing. Um, one of the, uh, I guess one of the versions of it I read was that they had him accused of a crime that called for castration. Sure. But the other one just says that they faked his castration and that he's just a eunuch. Because, like, you can do it for a crime, but you also can just do it... For fun. T- ...to be in government. Just for fun, Right, because he becomes her um, personal, like, servant mm-hmm. in her room. <laughs> Wink. A. So, um, Empress Dowager and Lao Ai 
are having a great time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and as always, if you are sleeping with someone in power, um, you have an influence mm-hmm. into what they do. Yeah. Um, so he gains quite a bit of political influence because he's so close to Queen Dowager. Super and close. She, yeah, the most close. Like, and she uh, is still in the phase of like able to easily influence her son because mm-hmm. um, he's still pretty young. And, uh, you know, you always listen to your mom. Yeah. Um, I mean, as long as she didn't, like, raise you as a homicidal maniac. Right. And as long as she's not evil. And yeah. his mom seems fine. She's just, like, got a healthy sexual appetite. Yeah. And she She's, she's thirsty. She is. And so uh, he ends up, Lao Ai, with a thousand servants for himself. Nice. Takes a lot of work to look that good. Whoa. Nice. Yeah, that's how hot he is. <laughs> He's super hot. That I don't just the scale sometimes of like having a thousand servants is like where do you keep too them? many? Where do you how do you them? feed them? How do you feed them? The, don't know. Yeah, his household is then run by several thousand servants. That's so he has a thousand much. personal servants That's and too then much. thousands of servants to run his household. Who's, you don't have kids or anything. What's in your household? I don't know. I don't get it. I mean, um, like modern day celebrities don't have that much. No. We don't have that many, like, slave people. No. Um, in uh, 239 BCE, so this is, like, in the later times, um, he also earns the title of Marquis of Shangxing um, and thus enjoys income from several commanderies, it says. Oh, so he's getting, like, that tax money. Yeah. He becomes, he's, like, an important boy now. Yeah. He's got a title. He's got a nice hat. He went from nobody in the Zhao province. Uh, I mean, he had a big dick, Alexis. <laughs> Everybody knew. Everyone knew him. To now he's got thousands of servants and a title. Yeah, it's pretty good. He used to have a great dick. Beautiful people have an easier time with it. It's true. Even ancient times. Mm-hmm. If you're hot, you're hot. So, um, one of the sources says one day it was discovered that he wasn't a real eunuch, which is real vague. Um, I'm going to tell you how they discovered this. It's because his mom had kids and her husband's dead. (laughs) The emperor's mom had children. Uh, hey mom, you're pregnant and dad's dead. And her husband's dead. And you only really bang like one dude. Right. It's so weird that no one, like, checked his ball situation. No. They just believed. Like, uh, sounds fair. Especially, like, um, I guess they're wearing kind of, like, baggy robes, so maybe it's hard to tell. I guess, but Um, so many servants, someone's got to see the ball situation. Like, maybe they just, because they're servants, they're like, whatever. Like, I guess they're hooking up. Who cares? Like, pain of death. Right. Whatever. Sure, because, he, yeah, he could have them killed, so it's like, why would you? Right. That's not a good plan. And so, uh, and it's your job. You know, you put up with a lot of stupid stuff from your boss um, to just have a job. Especially back in the day when your life is worthless. Yes, exactly. Um, But yeah, they're like, one day it's discovered. I'm like, she has children. (laughs) She gives birth and and it's discovered. And and, um, I'm presuming that she was kind of hiding, like in exile, of like her own choice Mm -hmm. while she was pregnant. So that it wasn't obvious. But eventually the babies come out. Multiple? She has multiple kids? uh, Yeah, he fathers two children with her. Twins? Or is this like a multiple occurrence? I don't know. It doesn't say. (laughs) It just says two children. One of Um, them is much funnier than the other. Like, how many pregnancies did it take for you to figure this out? Don't know. Don't know. 
But um, Lao Ai fathers two children of her, and he gives himself the diminutive, it says, of false father, is what he calls himself. Um, Yeah, this is why you you neuter him. Which is supposed to be like, um, I think, saying that he's being like... uh, humble about it maybe like he understands that it's wrong or it's a bad thing um whatever i don't care i just thought you should know he calls himself false father he's fake dad hey fake dad you're not my real dad fake news i'm your fake dad (laughs) (laughs) and so because of this um the emperor he's now emperor and he well like basically and he gets Mm. very angry yeah, you banged my mom. Yeah. Your mom, bro. Your mother effer. Your mom, except it's the Emperor of China. <laughs> you idiot. Yikes. And so uh, he's real mad. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we need to catch him and we're going to kill him. Yeah. Um, so Lao Ai uh, runs away. <laughs> <laughs> Bravely went, ran he's, away. Okay. He's smart. Yeah. And he... Uh, he decides, you know, that he likes all this power and influence, so he decides to um, rise in rebellion. This is why you cut their balls off. He's got a whole bunch of followers now. Right. He's got a title. Uh, he steals the queen's seal. Oh, my god! And uses it to gain favor with people, like, that he's still legitimate. Sure. Because they don't have, like, news. They, they, don't, they can't telegraph each other. No. So whatever he says is, like, probably true if he's got the freaking seal. Gosh, sometimes I wish we lived in the way back when you could get away with anything. I don't. If you just, like, went the next town over and you could have a whole new life. Just for that aspect. Not for anything else. Yeah, it's just so easy to murder people that I'm not into it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why you're into it. (laughs) Um, So he attempts to uh, coup d'etat, right, with his small group of followers. Um... But uh, it doesn't work. Surprise. Surprise. There's a reason why we're not calling him the Emperor of China. Yeah. And uh, young King Qin, um, who would become the first emperor, he travels to Yang, an old seat of government of the Qin dynasty, to perform capping rites. Don't know what that means. Um, And they would allow him to personally take over rulership. So that's like him officially becoming the ruler of, I think, China. Sure. Being the emperor. Uh, But... Lao Ai uh, tries to attack him at the uh, Qinxian Palace, but Lord Changping and Lord Changwen put down the uprising. They get him. Get him. They go, no. No. And they capture him. Um, and not only is he executed. How is he executed, does it say? He's drawn and quartered. I was going to say, I hope they come up with something better. No. Because he deserves better. He's pulled... Well, and they specifically pulled apart... I shouldn't say quartered. He's pulled apart by five horses, which Ooh, I presume... It's his penis. I think it's his head. Oh, I hope it's his penis. But uh, it might have been his penis. <laughs> it should have been poetic. <laughs> so, yeah, he's not quartered. He's pulled by five horses. Um, but uh, he also suffers something called... Um, his family is extinguished in three generations. hmm which means they kill everyone in your family for three generations. Yep. Which they don't know who his parents are, I don't think, because he's moved from a different place. But it means they kill the two sons mm-hmm. that he has with uh, the emperor's mother. Yeah. So, cool. Cool. Yeah. I mean, they shouldn't have existed in the first place, eunuch. Right. And, like, that's a 
like a major punishment, especially in China, because family is like so deeply important to them mm-hmm. that having them like if you're doing it in three generations, it's supposed to be the generation before you, you and like your siblings, presumably, and then the generation after you and probably wiping out your family line entirely. Right. It, you basically don't exist in history anymore. Right. And and you won't have any children to like no. further your line ever. No, there's no past history there's no future history you're just gone everything about you's gone bye which you know uh harsh the books will never remember you except this guy except for this one because of your penis because your penis was so because you tried to kill (laughs) um so uh that form of capital punishment was invented in the chin dynasty the three generation extinguishment it's pretty great um pretty effective yes so even you, it's it's a good um, punishment deterrent or, yes. or a good crime deterrent, I should say, mm-hmm. um, because yeah. you don't want your family to die. Yeah. So it's like it's not just you; it's your whole stupid family. Yeah. And so maybe don't. Um, the Dowager Queen was placed under house arrest. Good. Uh, he moved her somewhere <laughs> else, and she's not allowed to see people. Um, Probably for the best. She's eventually forgiven by her son. Well, that's that's nice. Yeah. Is this his mom? He's like, I understand. You're horny. Dad's dead. Yeah. Um, but like, I, don't, don't have kids. Yeah. Um, because they could. Because he was thinking that Lao I wanted to have kids with her so that he, that he could take over. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fair and maybe and possible. Yeah. Um, I feel like the fact that he gave himself the name False Father means probably not. Mm-hmm. But you know, once he was in trouble, he's like, I might as well just take over. So I'm like, almost. Yeah. I feel like you gave him the idea. All right. Uh. But, yeah, so those kids were doomed no matter what. But anyway, um, the king, the emperor, decrees that anyone who mentioned his mother's affair would be executed immediately, their flesh removed by whips and limbs piled around the city gates. What a good son. 27 men were apparently put to death because they mentioned it to him specifically. I mean, some people aren't smart. They're like, hey, remember <laughs> how your mom had sex with that dude? To him. Not like they're talking about it in the palace. Yeah. To him directly. That's like... You're I mean, so stupid. Uh, yeah. That's so dumb. Bye. Yeah. Later. Um, so all of Lao Ai's followers are also uh, exiled. They're not executed, but they're just kicked out mm-hmm. to the Shu Kingdom. Um, I want to show you. I have a little map so I could show you. Um, where the Shu Kingdom is. So the Qin Kingdom's right here. It's pretty big. I don't think it's the biggest. I think Chu is actually the biggest. Mm-hmm. Um, but Qin is up there. It's got a whole bunch of stuff. Shu has no cities in it. Oh, it's just there. Oh no, uh, it's in like the south southwestern part of China. And if you know anything about China, it's nothing over there. What is it like? Mountains, desert, nothing. Um, it's like a whole bunch of fields, and yeah, there's some mountains and stuff. Well, it's just a lot of nothing. Just nothing. Um, the I think that's the Yangtze runs through it. The, the whatever one's southern. I don't know if that's the Yangtze or the yellow. Um, but it it runs through it a little bit, but mostly not there. Whereas the Chu Kingdom, it runs through like the whole length of it. Through mm-hmm. the Chu, it's like <laughs> just the bottom part. So it's not the best. Um, Lu Buwei. However, the man we started with is also um, implicated in the matter. Well, sure. Because he gifted him to her. Um, And um, he is stripped of his titles. And he's so scared that something worse is going to happen to him that he commits suicide. 
I mean, yeah. The end. Maybe. <laughs> maybe for the best. <laughs> I, I also want you to know I entitled um, my uh, my Google Doc for this uh, Bigger Dick, More Problems. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's true. Mo Dick, Mo Problems. But since we're talking about eunuchs, I'm going to share you another story about a eunuch. Hooray. Because this episode's kind of short because there wasn't a lot of information, but I felt like it was important to share with you. So this is just all about peens and balls today. You're welcome. You're welcome. I promise you there's Chinese history that's not about peens and balls, but um, not today. Not today. <laughs> so um, there's a man way in the future. So far in the future, it's crazy. How do you know? Not in the future from us. In oh, the future from okay. the last story. <laughs> um, in 1911, so it's way it's very far fast forward way far yeah um millennia yeah almost well no yeah two two millennia two thousand years and he uh is named sun yao ting and he is he has a conversation he's like nine and he's having this conversation with this elderly eunuch dude Mm -hmm. because they're still doing that yeah and they still cut the whole thing off bye bye you don't Um, need any of that and that guy's like, dude, being a eunuch is a great job. The eunuch, the eunuch says that? or the, Yes. Okay. The eunuch says that to the kid. Because he's like, you get to work with the emperor, you're important, um, you make really good money, like it's a safe living, and most people don't want to do it anymore. They're like, that's too much to do, you know? Mm-hmm. The buy-in is too high. Right. You know, people barely wanted to even like, uh, oh, what is it? Now I can't remember. Um, circumcision. People barely wanted to do that. <laughs> and that's like just the tip. Just yeah. a little bit. Just the tip. Um, uh-huh. But this is the whole everything. And people aren't into it anymore. They're the like, whole... I like having my junk. The, the whole dachshund. That's right. Um, and so, but he's like saying, super cool, get to work with the emperor, be at the palace, it's beautiful. Nine-year-olds are idiots. You make a lot of money. Yeah, and this old man is like, chatting him up about it yeah. for some reason. Uh, also, if you're nine years old, don't let eunuchs chat you up. No. Don't yeah. let, don't talk to old men that don't, you don't know. Don't talk to any old men. <laughs> and so uh, the kid's like, this sounds awesome, right? Mm-hmm. And so he's like, I'm going to do it. And so he tells his dad that's what he wants to do. He wants to be a eunuch, and he wants to work with the emperor. I mean, when I was nine, I wanted to be an astronaut. Don't right. listen to... Nine-year-olds are stupid. Don't listen you're, to them. When you're nine, you're in fourth grade. <laughs> Don't you don't know stuff. Them. Don't what? listen to them. Idiots. I mean, they can be wise in other ways of the world, but they don't sure. know what they want to do when they no, grow up. They don't know how adult being is. They aren't in the position to make uh, choices like this, where they, you know, lifelong choices. Mm-hmm. That's why we don't make them do that. Um, but so he decides that's what I'm going to do, and so uh, he has his father castrate him. Cool. Not even like a doctor, just his dad. Yeah. Yikes. I mean, if his dad, like, owns animals, he probably knows how. I guess. I don't know. It never says. Um, but so he could serve Emperor Puyi is his name. Um, oh, uh, I'm, I'm getting this story mostly from Giles Milton's book, When Hitler Took Cocaine and Lennon Lost His Brain. Um, another story in there I like. Apparently, he also has a podcast that I didn't know about, even though it says on the front of the book that he has a podcast. I don't read the front of the book. Um, so, cool for you, Giles. Hopefully we're not, like, stealing your junk. But, I mean, you shouldn't have published it. 
Like, this guy's junk was stolen. A, not really stolen. Uh, weirdly, uh, eunuchs in China keep their junk in a jar. Why not? Pickled. Why not? Um, I mean, you can do it. What It's yours, so do whatever you want with it. Yeah. But um, they, they keep it so that they think that when they're buried, um, they get buried with it, and then in the afterlife, they're whole again. Sure. It's like um, old Egypt kings. Yeah. Got to bring your cat and your dingling and your favorite football. Yeah. And so all your servants. So it'll be with you your, in heaven. And your money. <laughs> right. And they believe in reincarnation, so they think they'll be reincarnated as a full, complete man if they bring it with them. Yes. So... Um, but this operation, it says, which I'm like, is it even an operation if you, you know, just cut the stuff off? Like the board game. <laughs> Slice operation. Um, but it leads to excruciating pain, obviously. Yeah. In your most sensitive places. Um, and uh, a lifetime of sexual frustration, uh, in impotence, obviously, and inconstinence. Yeah. Because your stuff isn't there to function how it's supposed to. Because you're missing bits. Yeah, so it's hard to do stuff. Um, And it's painful and awful. Right, because it's not like your sexual urges go away. Mm -hmm. You just can't do anything about it. Which is like, that sucks. And so, um, but he's like, I want to do it. Let's do it. Sure. So, um, it says, with a single swoop of a razor, hi They cut it all off. I like your sound effects. They made the hi-ya, hi-ya, and they cut it all off. Um, and was it really a razor? That's what it says. That's really weird. I, I mean, this is 1911. I mean, it's still really weird. That's not how you, like, castrate animals. Oh. I don't think his dad has animals. <laughs> I think they had no idea what they were doing. Probably not. Um, I don't know why his dad did it. That's the question <laughs> right? I have. First of all, why are you letting your nine-year-old make these decisions? And second of all... Why don't you have a doctor do it? I, ha- I have to believe that they have doctors who do this if they have eunuchs. Right? Yeah, I guess. Who are like, have surgical things and know what to do. I mean, if nothing Apparently else, not. a surgeon knows how to cut things off. Right. It's even one of their jobs. Even if it's, it's not like their specialization that they went to like post-grad for and right. everything. Um, they but, didn't do their residency in, you know, eunuching. <laughs> probably not. But they cut, they cut off his bean and balls, and then now... He's just, I don't know, a boy with nothing. A boy with no puberty. No, right. That's the weird thing, too. He's nine. Mm -hmm. And so it's also weird to me a little bit that he keeps his junk because it's nine-year-old junk. It's like tiny baby junk. (laughs) In a jar. You didn't, know? Plan about, didn't plan for that in heaven, did you? It's he's he's, he's going to be an adult <laughs> with tiny baby junk. It's a little weird. Uh, and just to, like, have on your mantle or whatever. I mean, traditionally, that's the optimum age to do it. Right. So the point is that you, that you don't want them to be old enough that they have testosterone surging through them. Right. But it's still, like, weird. But so anyway, he's bandaged with oil cloth um, to staunch the bleeding. Staunch. Staunch. But um, it's still extremely painful, and he falls into a coma for three days. Yeah. Because his body is in such shock that it's like, have to power down to repair. I can't believe you did that. I'm clocking out. <laughs> Bye. Bye. See Forever. you in a couple days. Maybe. How dare you do that? <laughs> uh, you, we need that. Our most, our, our most precious piece. It's important. <laughs> the family jewels, as it were. Which is why you keep them, because they're valuable. They're, they're so precious. Yeah. Um, and then apparently for eight weeks after that, he's basically paralyzed. And for a month afterwards, he's not even able to walk. 
because he's in so much pain. No, you don't want to walk. No. Where would you go? You don't need to go anywhere. You just need to look at your junk and cry. Yeah. Look down and think about your choices. Look at the jar and be sad. Um, That's got to be weird. But eventually he recovers, and he now he's like, I'm excited to go to the Forbidden City, right? Because there's a reason it's called the Forbidden City. Most people aren't allowed to go in it. It's like getting your Hogwarts letter, but you have to cut your penis off. <laughs> and your balls. You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, now he can go to the Forbidden City, and he's super excited. And so he goes... And Emperor Puyi has more than a thousand eunuchs. Mm-hmm. He's got a whole bunch of them. It's like, great, so, uh, add it to the pile. Yeah. Um, and many of them have, like, a whole bunch of power and influence over decisions he's making. And uh, he, he rarely leaves his palace. So the eunuchs are the intermediaries between the palace and, like, the world. So they have a lot of influence on, like, what they say the emperor said and what happens. Mm-hmm. And, like, how to format whatever they're asking for. Um, Which is, you know, exciting. When you're the mouthpiece, it's a big deal. That's why we always talk about, um, like, when we talk about Bhagwan. When Mm -hmm. he stops talking and Sheila is the mouthpiece, Sheila's in charge. Yeah. He's not in charge anymore because he has no control. And so uh, because of that, he's, like I said, really excited to get there and... Um, Puyi actually writes about um, his slaves, is what he calls them, <laughs> which is, you know, I mean, not entirely true, because he is paying them, mm-hmm. um, and I think they're free to go if they want to, but he, he considers them slaves, basically, Yeah, um, who attend him day and night. Uh, he says, um, they waited on me while I ate and dressed and slept. They accompanied me on my walks and to my lessons. They told me stories and had rewards and beatings for me, but they never left my presence. They were my slaves and they were my earliest teachers. How nice. Cool. <laughs> he seems to have at least appreciation for them as humans, <laughs> which is a nice thing to think about slaves. A little bit. A little bit. Like, they're just teachers and he seems to like... Appreciate their uh, loyalty, I guess. But anyway, um, that's what Sun wants to be. He wants to be one of these slaves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hooray! And so uh, he gets um, he gets to the court, and he is able to become um, part of uh, his entourage of eunuchs. But like within like ten to twenty years of him being there. Um, the emperor abdicates the throne. Uh, the imperial court is dismantled. Mm-hmm. And Sun uh, feels like his castration is kind of for nothing. Yeah. Um, she'll let you know the title of this uh, chapter is The Last Eunuch of China. Yeah. So he's the last boy to cut off his peen mm-hmm. to work for the emperor. Because then the emperor quits. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to do it anymore. Gross. And all the eunuchs are like, great. Awesome. But most of the eunuchs are old, and yeah. Sun is not. He's like, like 20-something. Somewhere between 19 and 30. 30. Yeah. So, less cool. And so, uh, he... It, it says the, the dynasty doesn't, like, collapse immediately, and there's nothing. Like, he's still important for a while, like the emperor, um, and Sun sticks with him all the way through. Um, he gets employment with the emperor's uncles. He later works for... 
Puyi's wife. So it's not like he's useless now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like maybe he didn't need to do that. And maybe that wasn't the best. <laughs> Gosh, you think? That's a lifetime commitment. Mm-hmm. And like he did it at the wrong time. And he couldn't have known because you can't know like, you know, the flow of history. But his dad should have told him not to. This is mostly about how his dad is stupid. <laughs> Son's dad. On the other hand, like, what did his dad do? I don't know. It doesn't say. Because, I mean, even without his peen, it was like, it's probably a huge boost in socioeconomic level. Probably. So it's not like... Right. People don't do this when they're already doing well. Yeah. Because it's a big thing to give up. Like, what, are you going to go back to the village and, like, be a fisherman or something? Right. Gross. Nobody wants that. And so he's able to serve the former imperial family for years uh, with devotion, it says. He accompanies them to Manchuria where Puyi is installed as a puppet emperor in the Japanese colonial state, um, Manchukuo, in 1932. Um, And he, uh, son, got to see, like, a lot of the inner workings of what was happening, you know, with um, the emperor in the Forbidden City. Um, He talks about how the emperor refused to sleep with his wife on their wedding night. Oh, fun. Um, and he had an obsession with a different eunuch mm. um, who looked like a pretty girl. Of course. With his tall, slim figure, handsome face, and creamy white skin. Yep, that's what they're for. That's what happens. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, he gets to see some interesting things. And he has a book called The Last Eunuch of China um, that's been translated into English that I didn't get to read. But he talks about all of these things um, in detail. And I'll probably read it because it sounds interesting. But um, he, he says he's luckier than the majority of the emperor's eunuchs who um, they've just left court. Mm-hmm. And because of that, they don't have any money anymore. Like they're not making money from, you know, working there. And um, they become outcasts in society because they're weird. Yeah. Um, and specifically because of how culture changes, um, they become... It's so so bizarre. It's like so um in in our episode where I talked about Dolly that never aired um because it was bad. Mm-hmm. We uh we talked about how like Dolly Madison uh was James Madison's wife and because she was really young when he married her um she like outlived basically everybody who was in the revolutionary time mm-hmm. um and in like you know the war of 1812 in that area cuz she gets pretty old and so she gets like an honorary seat in congress and people like see her as a living relic but in like a really positive way yeah. like that she's a connection to this beautiful time in american history that they all kind of wish they could visit right cuz she was like super bros with all of the founding fathers yeah. but she outlived all of them by a lot right because she was super young and so uh, she, like, she knew, you know, she was in the White House with Thomas Jefferson. She, like, her cousin, or, like, I think her sister married, like, Washington's nephew or something. So she's, like, very interconnected with everybody, even if she didn't know them personally. Yeah. And um, and people were, like, really into her because they were, like, oh, it, like, even when she's old because they were, like, oh, you knew all these people and you can tell us all these stories and it's so cool. And the... Eunuchs have the same thing except the exact opposite. Yeah. <laughs> because um, the revolution happens, mm-hmm. uh, the communist revolution with Mao Zedong. And um, <laughs> as my Chinese professor used to say, Mao Zedong. He said it like really fast <laughs> and really aggressive for some reason. 
Um, scary. Yeah, I don't know why. I guess to help us understand that Mao is scary. I guess. <laughs> he wants to scare you. Um, but uh, they have their communist revolution, and um, now all of the eunuchs are seen as, like, the old regime, the old way of doing things, and, like, that that's wrong. You know, right. It reminds them of like oppression and all of this, like, you know, being ruled by one person who's like incorruptible, apparently. Right. And that's all bad because the whole point, you know, of communism is like we're all equal and we're all important. Yep. Yeah, it's bad. Imperialism is the exact opposite and like having an emperor. The opposite. It is. I'm important and you all are garbage. And whoever I consider important is important. So. Uh, they're not into eunuchs. They think that's bad news bears. And unfortunately, because Sun is the youngest eunuch there is, mm-hmm. um, he has the he, he gets the worst of it. Yeah, a lot of them commit suicide once the um, empire collapses, even mm-hmm. before the revolution happens. Sure, some of them I'm sure wait until the revolution happens and yeah. they're like, bye. They kind of saw the writing on the wall. Yeah, and they're like, gotta go. Well, this isn't going to end well for me. Nope. Um, but Sun does not. He sticks it out. And uh, the Communist Revolution happens in 1949. Um, and then he is extremely upset to find that during this revolution, there's there's a whole bunch of just like, as with most revolutions, yeah. random violence and attacks and just like aggression everywhere. Right. Um, seemingly almost for no reason. And unfortunately, yeah. someone finds his um, treasure, is what they call it, his, <laughs> his pickled genitalia. His most important thing. Um, and it's thrown away, and he uh, loses it. Yeah, that's weird. If I saw it, I'd throw it away too. Um, and according to people who have spoken to him, they said he only really cries. They've only seen him cry when he talks about two events. One is his castration, yeah, and one is the loss of his uh, pickled treasure. Yeah, um, and I have a. I just hate that you say pickled treasure. Sorry, that's what it says. You're not um, sorry. <laughs> I said that in the most happy way. Sorry. Um, he lives to be ninety four, mm-hmm. which is super old. It's pretty old. Yikes! When did he die? Um, he died in nineteen ninety six. So that's like so. 20 years ago. Not very long ago, yeah. No, right. And he was born, like, he was born in, like, 1909. Yeah, we were still alive when he was alive. Yeah. That's very strange. We were very young, but yeah. Um, he, so he lived, like, almost an entire century. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he he never recovered from the loss of his uh, pickled treasure. So. Sometimes dudes just need to get over their dicks. They really do. Um, like, guys, your hog, not that important. Your nine-year-old hog. <laughs> your, your tiny nine-year-old hog. So gross. I don't, for some reason, the fact that he's a kid makes it way more gross. It's pretty bad. Um, but yeah. he, says, he, he says, sadly, when I die, I will come back as a cat or a dog. Better. Yeah. And, oh, oh, no, not, uh, no, because then you're going to get, like, spayed or neutered. It's going to be the whole thing yeah, over again. it's going to happen again. <laughs> it's going to be the whole thing over again. <laughs> oh, not a great plan. <laughs> Maybe choose something that isn't, like, regularly castrated. Right. Nope. Like. Neuter them. Like a rabbit or something. <laughs> yeah. Or a bird. Bird, yeah. No. Maybe just. Cat come- or dog. Those are the only options. No, they're gonna they're gonna spay you. 
Or neuter you. You're still not going to be able to have kids. It's the worst. He's going to be like this again. Great. And now I don't even get a cool job out of it. (laughs) But I get to catch tennis balls in the park. Hooray. This is better, I guess. Or scratch up furniture. I guess they both do that. Yeah. Um, Or chew it, I guess. Chew it. Dogs are more chewy. But, um, yeah, so there was a fake eunuch and the last eunuch of China. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you can tell that um, being a eunuch lasted a long time. The whole thing. The whole time I of mean, China. you're bookending the first emperor and the last emperor. That's right. That's what I told you. It's like yeah. bookends. Yeah. And a fake eunuch and a sad little Just trying boy. to imagine, like, like a 90-year-old dude in the 90s or 80-something-year-old. Yeah. With a tiny nine-year-old penis in his house. I mean, he didn't have it then. But I'm trying to imagine, like, how is that better? It's not. I understand you need it for heaven, but it's it's so weird. It's very weird and bad. Gross. People are going to ask about it. Extremely gross. Why do you have a nine-year-old's penis in your house? And balls. Uh, in a jar. It's mine. It's really weird. <laughs> it's mine. Let me show you. <laughs> no. no. That's it's weird because, like, uh, I don't like seeing dudes junk, but I think seeing a dude's missing junk would be worse. Yeah. Just because, like, your brain immediately is like, that's not how it's supposed to be. It's like the most uncanny valley because nonsense. They're, they're like, I mean, they're still obviously like a hole, which mm-hmm. is weird. Um, but they're basically like Ken dolls. Yeah. But a person. Human. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. They're like an alien. It's bad. But anyway, there you go. <laughs> have fun at work, guys. Have, have a great day. Thinking about peens, yeah. Chinese peens. If you're a dude, how grateful you are you have yours, probably. Yeah. And if you're a woman, just laugh. Just laugh. At how ridiculous. Just keep laughing, girl. <laughs> Get it? Ridiculous. Oh, uh, yep. <laughs> Everything is. And how, how obsessed men are with penises. Settle down. You just chill out. No one on earth cares as much about your penis as you do. No. They're funny. They're not, They're funny. like, cool. Uh... <laughs> A comedian that I really love described them as, uh, like, something hanging out of the side of a shark's mouth. Yeah. And just impossible to make pretty. You can try to put it in lingerie and, like, dress it up like a cake, but it's never going to not be. No. It's always going to be this. Right. Anyway, thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you learned things and enjoyed things. People who speak Chinese who are listeners, I hope your ears aren't bleeding. Um, I mostly just said names, so maybe that's better, but probably still wrong. Yeah. I tried. I hope you're proud that I made an effort. Yeah, look at you trying. Yeah. I took Chinese history. I had a Chinese friend. Nailed it. Uh, have a good day. I tried to learn Chinese for have a, good a week. Day. It's such a good day in the neighborhood. I can count to ten in Chinese. Penis. No. E.R. Sansu Woluchi Bajo Shu. Two penis. No. Trace penis. Ni hao. <laughs> I don't know how to say goodbye. Do you know how to say penis? No. Why would I know how to say penis? Is it dong? <laughs> Mao Zedong. <laughs> so stupid. Mao Zedong. Stupid. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>